sipping, I'm 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 sipping. This is sipping with Sammy. I am sipping with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. I love having a soundboard now. Anyway, yeah, we in this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? We in a situation. I shouldn't even curse that early. But I'm excited because tonight we have the birthday girl in here with us, man. Please introduce yourself to the people. I am April J. Peterson, uh-huh. a.k.a. April Facts, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the accountability coach, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the best host right now that can sing, that, that can dance. And that will take your nigga if I want to. Oh, the you got fuck? a lot of names like me. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I, I like it. I well, ain't taking nobody, man. Y'all, I'm lying. Uh, we never know. I don't want no shit. I'm from Philly. Sometimes y'all don't know. Oh, no. Philly anyway, girls, they fight over these niggas. I'm happy cool. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Um, I was excited, excited to come here. That's dope. I'm I, a fan. I love that. I love yes. that. I was excited to have you and your manager through mm. since the night that I met y'all in the studio mm-hmm. and um, you was hijacking beats and shit. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I was not expecting you that. Say that like Nah it's all love Shout out to DJ I wasn't hijacking I was hearing things <laughs> And then I was like Ooh <laughs> So real quick So mm-hmm. Some years ago mm-hmm. I used to play around In the studio Not play around I actually made music Right I performed um, Shout out to the Arts Garage Shout out to yeah, Shaky Arts Grounds um, Reek Raw For mm-hmm. believing in me And the person Who tried to push me But back in the day I didn't have the confidence That I have now mm-hmm. And I hid my talent mm-hmm. You know what I mean Because um, I was around people Who didn't have dreams Who didn't have goals So they like You want to sing And you want to act And you want to do All these things Like they looking at me Like I'm crazy And they didn't think It was possible So social media And uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, but <laughs> honestly, this what I have going on now. I don't even know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Like, I lived a life, mm-hmm. and I decided to go to college. Went to college, got a degree. Excuse me. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and then during that process, I had to isolate myself. What age did you go to college? I am 39 today, um, 34. 34, so not long ago. Yeah. That's admirable. That's dope. 34. Never too late, man. Now, I ain't finished yet. I got a story, y'all, so um, y'all better turn your fucking uh, TVs up. (laughs) Talk that shit. Tell them. I got a testimony. That's why I talk so much. Mm -hmm. You cannot shut me up after all the shit (laughs) I've been through. Okay? You can't. No, but that's dope. So, And you still in school now. I'm still in school. I actually went back to school um, after graduating for my bachelor's in social work. Now, I'm currently in grad school for my master's in social work. So that you can keep talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't let me get that paper in my hand. Nah, that's dope. Don't that's let me get that paper in my hand. Y'all it. not going to shut me You're up. You're going to get it sooner than later. But I have to. You're going to get it sooner than later. I'm, I'm so fed up with our people struggling. Talk about it. How? How you understand what I'm saying? First of all, I was the people struggling. Absolutely. Like, if you if you know me personally, you'll know that I'm passionate about whatever I put my hands in. You understand what I'm saying? And I feel like that comes from coming in, you know, coming up in poverty. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? So in poverty, a lot of us want to hide that we're poor so we develop all these talents. Mm -hmm. All the talent is in the hood. Mm -hmm. I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm acting like I'm Whitney Houston in the mirror because I'm trying to escape all this shit. I'm trying to escape the fact that this electric not on. Yeah, you entertaining yourself. Uh You're learning Mm -hmm. what you can learn on your own. And then the other thing is you don't have band practice, your tutor, and all of these mm-hmm. things to go to to distract you. Whatever you're into, you have infinite amount, infinite amount of time after school to work on that. Right. To get onto that. And then when they call you in your house, you do your in-the-house in thing until you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up in the morning, and if that's dancing, you dancing when you wake up in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> you know? But, um, and, and still sharp and still. And the mentality is something that, um, we see people get out of our um, out of those situations and they make it big and, and they, they're, they're constantly worried about their children not having the, the, the fortitude or, or the, the resilience to be able to do things that they want to be able to do or that they, they want their kids to be able to do right. because there's something to that. Even when you make yeah. it amongst these people that have got here all kinds of ways, you still look at what you came from mm-hmm. as the strength and the foundation of how you got there. Absolutely. So that's important. And I'm walking with the same strut I always walked in. Absolutely. I'm making my business to show up to these corporate meetings and in front of these big bosses with my hoops sometimes when I feel like it. Is hoops a thing? It's, it's a not thing professional. With me. I don't give a No, fuck. like it's unprofessional. Who, who, who said it wasn't? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm about to make a point. Uh-huh. That's why I'm saying who said it wasn't. Right. That, and I hate to say just the white people, don't right? Don't make it too hard. Mm-hmm. Not the white people. Whoever, whoever got the most money mm-hmm. that's holding this shit up. Hoops is still looked at like Rashida girl earrings. Listen. Hold on, on. I'm 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 about to get deep. These people that got the money, that control society, that control the culture, what's cool, what's not cool, right? Mm -hmm. It don't stop with politics. Mm -hmm. It stop, you know, it continues. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, being in a corporate space, Mm -hmm. I see that all we needed was a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. I'm in these spaces and I'm like these groups of people aren't that smarter than nobody no not they at just all. had an advantage mm-hmm. so okay we're poor so because we have less than if we come together mm-hmm. and invest in the person that actually has the abilities to take us out of this situation Mm-hmm. We can be out of this situation and that cycle can continue. Absolutely. But then when you have that person that's talented or that's intelligent, the star of a family, mm-hmm. that's the person that gets crucified. The earrings. I need to know about the earrings. Going back to the earrings. Right. So yeah, I go on my Malcolm X. Nah, it's you my good. birthday, y'all. I'm you ain't said nothing wrong. So <laughs> I, that's why I ain't okay, stopping. Okay, so go, going back to the earring thing. The perception of them. Here's the thing yeah. with the earring thing. Mm-hmm. One thing corporate do not like mm-hmm. is that hood shit. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because when they think why of the not? hood, they think of fights going to break off, mm-hmm. aggression, mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that we got class in the hood. Not all of us are aggressive. But why? This is a representation that I come from poverty. 
Is it? And that's offensive to the corporate world. And I can see. I can see why that would be considered a representation of new money and coming from poverty and things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm aware of these conversations. I've had them. Mm-hmm. I've been around old money. You know what I'm saying? I've seen some shit. And um, I make like I make conscious decisions all the time about carrying myself. For instance, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not in. I've never been had a corporate job per se. Okay. Worked in some offices, but not on that level. I was not responsible for the same things. But I've been in positions where we might have had an artist, and we're taking them to those meetings. Okay. And my two partners, one side, shout out to Sunny Brick. She throw on her suit and her, her skirt, whatever. Dressy, real, real nice. My man, that throw on um, Mozart, the producer, he'll throw on his suit. He'd be sharp. Mm-hmm. I might go like this. You see what I'm saying? The same reason that I wear my hair like this and I have tattoos. It's not that I'm against suits and all that mm-hmm. shit. Sometimes I just want to come as I am and see right. how you're going to take it. Right. And what happens is... You find out who's really about their business because uh-huh. it's just like going to a car dealership and not being dressed up. Right. If you don't respect me based on how I, how my, my immediate appearance, then you really don't know anything about how to, to how to get to something. Uh-huh. Because I'm here for a reason. You see yeah. what I'm saying? I wouldn't be here if I couldn't be here. So I get it, but I just know, I know like, like I said, the Rashida girl thing. Uh-huh. There was a time where like, that was a joke in the 90s back when... Hoops was getting snatched all the time, figure eights and stuff like now, that. Now everybody want to be hood chicks now. But and that's the thing. So it's like I figured since time went on and they've adapted everything, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that earrings per se, especially not because those are nice. Those aren't. Thank you, and it's my it's birthday. Not, you don't have a um. What's the shit over the kids um, um cribs? You don't have all that going on on your ears. Like it's not. It's okay. not nothing that's going. It's not a circus on your ears. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I didn't know that was still a thing. That's interesting. But it makes sense, I guess, because... But also... The motherfuckers ain't changing anyway. Hoops in a corporate world screams confidence. Dope. Oh, you bitch. Oh, you gonna wear them earrings? You gonna wear them chains? Is that between women? You gonna wear... Yeah, all women. Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's y'all women women causes all that's the fucking problems at the job. this bitch with her hoops. Women cause all the problems at the job. Yeah. But because I know eventually I want to be the boss, I do boss shit in whatever position I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I always ruffle up a work environment. Cause I always but not say, for bad, though. But I always say, like, women are funny because a woman put on a, um, a certain outfit and some glasses, and she's a nerd today. Like, she's just, like, she's in character all day. You supposed to treat her like she did what she did yesterday? Because today, she's a secretary. And it's real weird because it's like, men have to learn, black men a lot of times have to learn how to code switch in certain environments. Right. Go along and get along to a certain extent. Women do that shit for eight different environments. Yeah. It was hard for me like, to cold switch. I so just started. It's conscious years ago. when it's like I'm putting this on, but I'm wearing these hoops. Or I'm you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all of that is is it, it when I get dressed this, all right, I wanna wear these shoes. What goes with these shoes? Right. I, I go for the ground up. Y'all is doing everything with nah, they gonna say that bitch a boss. <laughs> like that's G yeah. that's, I, I like it. I ain't mad at it. Fuck it. You know how long it took me to get here? But you know what? I'm going to show off everywhere I go. You know what? And this is why I'm going to salute you. Because get you a girl that could do both is highly overrated. You wearing sneaks and shoes, it should not be something to be celebrated. Mm, You got to do more than both. Mm -hmm. Because we got some spots to go to when everything calls for something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to know the difference is admirable and and commendable. So Thank you. And you got to put yourself in a position to be able to do so. 
appreciate you gotta educate yourself you gotta work to have a bank account to do these things yeah and and it's hard because like coming from where i come from everybody has this entitlement and like the way my brain is working now is like when you don't come from nothing you're not entitled to shit you gotta build it do you not see what's going on around here and what my problem was is that I had the hustle in me. I had the grind in me. Mm-hmm. But my heart was so big that every time my hands touched something, I was helping somebody. Not a bad thing, necessarily. I mean, it's good that it, you're still young and you come out of that and you know how to redirect that until you can do it again. Well, I would have been further ahead as well. Yeah, but at the same time, you're where you're supposed to be. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Even when you say, um, I took time and went back to school. And then I went back to school. Like, all of these things, if if, if, if something shifts, that doesn't happen. Mm. You see what I'm saying, necessarily? Right. At that time or in that order or, or whatever have you, at this point of your understanding of life. Okay. And of business and, and all of that stuff. Because what you keep referring back to, which is true, is the mindset that you had until you blossomed and started doing other things and, and conquering mm. other things. That mindset was still there until not that long ago. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So that would have either held you back or detracted or whatever have you. It wouldn't be where you are now. You're perfect now. Right. Because right now, you know exactly what you're doing. You know how to go about it. You have the right people rolling with you, representing you. Mm -hmm. These things are important. Now, can I share something with you? I'll listen. All that that you're saying is accurate. It's so right. But what people may not know, Mm -hmm. and I'm just telling my own story. No, please do. When you decide to come from the bottom, Mm -hmm. when you don't have no resources, you don't have no people that believe in you Mm -hmm. and all of this shit, and you come out on top, best believe is a trade-off. If you want this life over here, all these motherfuckers over here that you love, Mm -hmm. that you have so much fun with, that you party with, Mm -hmm. oh, that's my cuz, that's my bro, oh, my sis. So you own your life sometimes. They are not going to like you. And everybody can't go. If somebody would have told me that, I would have been okay with being poor. Mm. Okay? Because so that's how rather, much I love my folks. But you weren't meant to be in the same position and to be stagnated, whether that right. accounts for, like, the trade-off yeah. is the trade-off. You see what I'm saying? It is. That's and the reality of it all. The reality of what you're saying, as soon as you said it, I'm a man. So I mm-hmm. think about the conversations that I've been having with young men since I was a young man. Okay. And it starts the same way that you just started that. If you want to be here, you know what I mean? Even, I'll give you a perfect example. I had a young boy that, he come from a hot block. Mm-hmm. But he went to school, played sports, didn't work out in sports, graduated school, came home, had a good job and all that. But he used to like going back to the block. But they was doing drive-bys and run-ups on this block. Okay. And I'm like, why would I spend... I see your car out there. I see, you know what I mean? Why are you over there? Like everybody I grew up with is on the block. I be having to check up on niggas and my man mom is over there. And I'm like, your man mom is cool. Go in her crib, leave her crib, pull off. Okay. I'm like, but why you can't tell your homies to come where you at? Because they know what they got going on. Right. And if they can't meet you 15, 20 minutes away around some cool shit, some mm-hmm. women that's about something, mm-hmm. some energy that's decent, different kind of music, whatever the vibes is that, you know, where we like to eat and drink at when we not with our folks, mm-hmm. come here with me and, and see something. I got you. Because he the one working and all of that. If they can't do that, then you can't sacrifice to go back on that block. Yep. You can't. It's not worth it to you mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. already making headway and leeway. Yep. To go back, all they're going to do is laugh at you anyway. Because mm-hmm. you'll be the example. 
You'll be the reason that young boys be like, point of going to college. That nigga went to college and graduated. Look at it. Mm-hmm. Right here with us. Yep. I had homies say that about dudes before, and I checked them on it because I always knew I was going to college. And I know everything ain't everything. But at the same time, it's like, that's you'll be the example of that unless right. you keep progressing because mm-hmm. you've already progressed. Yeah. And you ain't hear shit yet. No. I'm an ex-offender. Mm. On top of all of this shit. Now, all right, let's dial back real quick. Uh-huh. We've referenced where you come from many a times. We've never gotten into because you kind of took the reins, but we good. <laughs> um, nah, it's your birthday. I got to uh, realize <laughs> this is not my podcast. This is not an no, actual platform. Rhythm is perfect. This is sipping with Sammy, goddammit. But Let you me ain't heard my none. shit together. You ain't heard none. We doing great right now. <laughs> so, um, but reference where you're from, where exactly? So, mm-hmm. I am from two places, mm-hmm. and I claim both places proudly. So I was born and raised in South Philadelphia, mm-hmm. right? From the from the day I was born, to oh, about twelve minute. years old. Y'all thought I was finished. <laughs> oh my bad. So about twelve years old, and then after that, from like twelve until my early twenties, I grew up in Southwest Philadelphia. So mm. right over the bridge, mm-hmm. and <laughs> both places are equally responsible for who I am. So shout out to the P first. Shout out to Mac too, Mac. Um, <laughs> had a good weird. And shout out to Mac Southwest, Philly's yeah. most winning yeah. Ram Squad. Yeah. Shout out to that boy Dave. <laughs> I love Southwest. Southwest definitely formed me at uh-huh. the end of the day. That's Whether good. anybody want to believe, because now they saying Southwest is hot. I'm from the old Southwest nine six when Case was the shit. I just want to put that up. <laughs> I mean, you say most wanted and all that. I'm like, yeah, that's when I was playing AAU ball. I'm, like, a, I'm a Southwest, Southwest girl. Like, nah, hanging that's out in Myers and King Sesson. I'm one of them. And you can be raised by two places, especially mm-hmm. in Philly. Like, people don't realize as much as you could tell a Philly person out of town, mm-hmm. you have to be from Philly to be able to understand that you could tell what neighborhood motherfuckers Oh, is yeah. From, by how they dress, how they move, mm-hmm. all of that. If you really be outside, right. you could tell, oh, he's from North or nice town or something and he from South Philly he from like you could see it right and West Philly especially cause for some reason they just dress different than shout everybody. out to West Philly and I'm a West Philly baby enough like, said all 215 my, all my, my parents my grandpa we all out there but that was crazy but no I respect that now you say you're an offender you're a felon yeah I'm a felon I did some shit cause I was poor and broke like you I was, was trying to get some order? money no I was busting checks I'm a South Philly girl that's that South Philly in me you but see what you I'm saying you said you went to South well then it's so kind of the South same Philly, thing come too. on y'all you know all the South Philly chicks Six. is slick yeah come on sis that's yeah. what I heard y'all got the craziest <laughs> man anyway, I don't set anybody up but, though I'm gonna put you, that you out there you already know that reputation been around for 30 <laughs> years but guess what my attitude is from the pig my attitude that don't take shit it can go, but that's the same attitude that prevented me from having a lot of opportunities. I had to get my attitude together. My attitude Why y'all was call funky. It, it should start with a South Philly with a P. North it's Philly. It's the P, South isn't West it, manager? Philly. West I need you to Philly. say something, manager. Oh, hold Harriet. on. Now, Mac is back. Now, the manager said <laughs> that it is the most prominent, because she don't have a microphone, it's the most prominent part of Philadelphia. Mm. Who the hell voted? What? <laughs> Who voted for that? First of all, the P has the best food. 
get down on the ground. Get, get, get down on the ground. Get ready. Philly and Southwest, but I love North Philly. That's <laughs> why I used to hang though. out at back the in the day. I'm, not, I'm from uptown. North Philly and West. Shout out to West Philly again. In my life, I'm 40. <laughs> so I've lived in okay. every part of the city for real. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Except Kensington. Even made it all the way know, over here. I don't know what Kensington is about. You ain't far. But, um, oh, okay. All right. Oh, but shit. Like, Hold my bag, sis. Literally, I mean, shit. <laughs> I done lived in some of the craziest parts of Southwest on some real shit. Right. And, and it's funny because Southwest like the 90s. But don't you feel untouchable, They still bust though? traps in the middle of the street and shit. Like, bro, they like, it's funny in Southwest. Don't you feel untouchable, though? Untouchable how? Because we've lived in all those environments. Oh, yeah. Those and now we know better. So it's certain like. Certain things don't bother me at all. You're built with like a certain armor once you experience my thing is, it. My thing is going in and out of places. Who okay. sees me going in and out of places and, and, and getting home from places? That's important. It's not really about regular day-to-day movements. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Even with the climate being whatever it, it is from time to time, I'm always really comfortable in damn near every... I can take a shit in every neighborhood. Like, I ain't got to go more than 15 minutes to take a shit no matter where I'm driving in the city. Oh, I got to be home. That I I'll appreciate. I'll be constipated a whole I appreciate trip. that. And I'm, when I say take a shit, I don't mean just anybody bad for my I mean, where you comfortable. Okay. Might can spark you a little piece on it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's clean. All right, all right. They ain't judging you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody go alive like, this nigga ain't taking his shit. Like, ain't none of that going okay. on. Okay. So, Everybody's like, too high to care. I love that more than anything because, like, nobody's untouchable or invincible, but we've survived a lot. Yeah. We survived a fucking lot, and that's a blessing, man. It's a blessing, but it's a curse, too. I mean, yeah, because a lot comes with that, too. Like, that strong shit, that ain't cool. Like, it's I overrated. had to be the fuck strong. It's like, overrated. Like, what the fuck? I would be dead if I wasn't strong. It's overrated because when it's out of necessity, when 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 every day feels like an, another time that you have to put on another layer of armor, Okay. It weighs you down at a certain point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though it gets you through, it still weighs you down if you think of everything like that. If you never unpack that part, like it takes men, mid-30s, early to mid-40s, to even dial back and realize why they have some of the habits and tendencies that they have. Mm-hmm. Where it came from. Yep. Daddy issues, mommy issues, that time in third grade. Honey. That time in kindergarten, that girl in fourth grade. Right. Like, don't even know what form they pimping or they the way they handle dudes any of that you see what right. I'm saying like I'm talking about across the board like it takes and I went through my self checks and I'm, I do them all the time cause when I notice that some you on camera all the time and on the mic all the time you start noticing certain shit like hold mm-hmm. up maybe I need to figure out why I say that or why that's a thing or why when that person said that thing it hit me that way right so like yeah it's a lot man this life thing is real but you gotta what? unpack it me having that poverty experience, right? Mm-hmm. And then going to an institution that prepared me to deal with people of all walks of the world, right? Mm-hmm. That's what my discipline is about, right? Mm-hmm. So I've had all the experiences that you have to do research for. Mm-hmm. So now I have that, that practical, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I had that life experience. Were you ever around um, before these times? Did you have any significant time spent around white people? Um, only in my early childhood because I told you I was from South Philly, right? Mm-hmm. So I grew up. If we're talking Philly talk, if you're from Philly, right? You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. 
So it's tracks. It's mm-hmm. like one, one side, side of, of Washington was, Avenue, the other side of Washington I Avenue. I knew the right? tracks was coming. I lived on I <laughs> right. That's a P talk. I knew it. I knew he was about to talk about the tracks. So I came from the other side of the tracks where Bainbridge, Bainbridge mm-hmm. Fitzwater, South Street, you know, all that, right? Which means y'all share time with right. Italians and all of that up there. Yeah. A little bit of everybody, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Before gentrification happened, mm-hmm. I was on Cater Street, which was right next to South Street. Mm-hmm. Me... And shout out to Nate from Boys and Men. Uh, My house and Nate from Boys and Men. Mm -hmm. And his family was the only two black people on the block. I just went on a So that was my exposure. And I was exposed to good white people. But guess what? I got grown and I got exposed to bad white people. And was it a shock? What? It was a whole culture shock to Mm -hmm. me. Interesting. Because growing up as a kid and being around a block full of white people and, and I'm like, different we all do and us. they yeah. treated me like I was yeah. you know they're equal right I had this mindset like I worshiped them right mm. I was a saved by the bell kid I wanted to be Kelly I never wanted to be the black girl until I had my bad white experiences mm. and I'm being real today and how old, what, what age around I'm gonna say my 20s mm. to like about 32. That is a... Whew. Oh, they was disappointing me. That is But what wild. I learned is, and this is not everybody. I want to put this out here now. I don't want anybody to wild, think that I, I have prejudice or anything. And the time length. I'm just speaking mean, from my I'm experience. Talk, I'm not talking okay. about you. Yeah. I realized in my mm-hmm. adult experience comparing my childhood experience that most white people they can deal with black children mm-hmm. but once black children become teenagers men or women mm-hmm. now that liking is a little different you're a threat exactly you're a threat you could pat a little black baby on the head give him a dollar so I don't go about his business all that shit you, you know what I mean? Had a thirteen-year-old on his head and try to give him a dollar and see what he do to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I whole mean? Whole another animal. So that really, like, really curved the way I think in a lot of ways, and I'm still working on it. But God is good because no, but, I work in a job now mm-hmm. that's predominantly Caucasian. Mm-hmm. These are the best white people I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, yo, Ashton Kutcher is about to come in. I know I'm getting punked. White people not this cool. Mm-hmm. These people gave me a whole party today. Dope, dope. I ain't been there. A year yet? No, nowhere near it. Uh-huh. That's dope. And I know that they right all now. have stories. Mm-hmm. When I became just a little bit vulnerable, everybody started opening up. Dope. And it's like. Dope. This shit not about color. This shit is about experiences. And experiences make who you are. And this is why I'm asking you that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I went to all-black private school mm-hmm. from pre-kindergarten to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Graduated, went to ENS, 17th and Norris, predominantly black, Asian, Puerto Rican, few, few whites. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, they weren't the majority there. Then I went to Roman Catholic. Okay. After 10th grade. And it's predominantly white mm-hmm. and it's run like the government. Yeah. Like they could I have, have a really close friend that went to They could have purple hair, lime green Smith. hair, any of that shit. I couldn't have braids. I couldn't have an afro. It was too hot. Like they 
our hair was always a problem. Away. I hate it. And then what they did, which which society does, and mind you, I don't want to forgo the fact that my parents always had me and stuff in the county, so I had been around white folks before. I had mm-hmm. just never been under this kind of control of them, and right. as a as a child, because right? it's a difference. So what they did, which people do all the time, and sometimes we do it to ourselves. John Cheney had commented in an article in an interview about why he didn't let Temple players have cornrows on his team. And they used that as the example as to why we couldn't wear our hair how we wanted to wear it because a black man says it. So they put this Shout out to AI, which is why he's my they favorite put this basketball sliver on player. Article on the wall in the office. Mm. So if you had to point to John Cheney. That's crazy. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But I also, it wasn't like, I knew both sides. I went to an all-black elementary school. Like, Black History Month was every day. I knew everything. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew evil. I knew, you know what I mean? I had teachers that were white in that school. Mm-hmm. I had, of course, in every school after that. But it's just a thing with our, um, with us where it's like, sometimes you get to the point where you're like, oh, there's some good folks. And some of them would give me whatever I needed to get through whatever we going through together. But it's a trust issue there. Mm-hmm. You don't understand them until you're around them, and they don't understand mm-hmm. necessarily you. Mm-hmm. And you have to breach that. So I was just curious That's because real. you spoke to uh, being in a population and being in environments where you had to deal with all type of things, and one of the biggest things is coming from where we come from. We don't get it. Yeah. Like, I didn't have – I had cool white guys at ENS. I had white friends at Roman. Okay. Like it's so many of them, mm. and we're all athletes. Everybody is on a soccer scholarship, a baseball. We won five championships in one year. Like right. football, you know what I mean? Basketball. So I gained friendships with them, and I realized, first of all, a lot of them was broke like us. But I. All, it's funny that you say that because I work as a case manager at a halfway house, right? Mm-hmm. Predominantly white men. Mm hmm. And as a case manager, you know I'm all in their business. I know everything. Oh, I'm you. the first person. You know, they oh, they, they want to tell me. you all their business. Oh, they tell me everything. I don't I, have no I, oh problems out of nobody. Oh, shit. Every now and then they act up and I give them a look. And they like And they love that too. Yeah. Like, that, I got that shit rolling. Everything is good over They ain't there. never knew nothing about the look except for comedy. Now you're giving it to them <laughs> in real time. No, like, but I'm, no, I'm passionate about lady, the population. The look. I'm passionate about the population that I serve. One, Absolutely. and I'm going to get back to my story, is that I believe that men don't get the same services mm-hmm. that women get. Mm-hmm. And I have a father that, you know, comes from incarceration, addiction, things like that. So it's more so like a personal goal. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy what I do. And like I said, I grew up around men. I like a male-dominated environment. It's not all like uptight everybody's mm-hmm. talking shit they balls is hanging like nobody's <laughs> worried about shit like she doesn't mean I literally yeah not literally inappropriate Ooh, she God. means the art of letting your nuts hang yes everybody it's, is it's chilling a, it's a, it's a, it's nobody is comparing bodies yeah. people are farting and talking shit and cussing oh, i love it communities so i know yeah. i know what you're talking about they signed them papers now, Come to me father, when they need me and they go on their way. Your father's still around? Still alive? Yeah, my father, he's he's around. He exists. Yes. God bless him. Mm-hmm. God bless him. I just, because you mentioned that he went through what he went through. And, yeah. you know, ain't nobody exempt from those things. We all got them in our family. So, yeah. yeah that's yeah. A, I'm, I'm glad he's still around. That's dope. Yeah, that's he dope. around. Hopefully, me and that, that just, guy you know. get it together because my talent, the way that I look, my features... 
my talent comes from my dad but my dad is a lot like the person that i'm trying to bury right Mm. my dad is aggressive he talks shit but also my dad is charming he's funny you the bully he's I'm the corporate bully. You the bully. I don't bully nobody on the street. But I am the office bully. I ain't gonna lie. But I'm only the office bully if somebody start with me first. I mean, being But my new job, I love. I don't have no problems with them. But other job experiences, oh, those bitches was fucking playing. (laughs) Them bitches was playing. And I used to get mad because it's like, bitch, you fucking privileged. You was in the house. You was on soccer practice and shit like that. I was in the street, bitch. You know I will fuck you up in here. Yeah, but it don't matter because but, they know how to get you out of there. Exactly. Something else I teach people. We all know oh, what it I is. Oh, I couldn't be nigga nigga when in you know that When you know that this is a stepping stone, mm-hmm. you still have to be careful with it. Yes. Because you'll walk around and we do it all the right. time. I don't need this fucking job. I don't need them. There's somebody listening right. to you. First of all, I work too hard for my somebody fucking Somebody listening to you. That Ain't do nobody you do getting me out of nowhere. That make what you make and it's feeding... They grandkids off of this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The kids and their grandkids, and they need that motherfucker. And you know the quickest way for them to seal they do is to say, "This bitch don't need her job." Who you think going to lunch with the supervisors? Her ass. Right. You see they what get I'm saying? Out of and shit. you know you can't go to lunch with coworkers for an hour and not talk about work. We mm-hmm. try it all the fucking time. We can't do nothing. Yeah. Can't go to the movies. You be in a movie like that's Charles. <laughs> like that's crazy. Shout out to Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so like, no, it's, it's Charles. It's, 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 <laughs> fucking Chuck. <laughs> anyway, but no, it's, it, we we have to be careful to make sure we get what we need out the situation before we let them get us out of it. Absolutely. So even though she a bitch, let her be a bitch a little longer. Mm-hmm. Speak to her in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Even right. speak. Because you know what? You're going to laugh every time you walk away. You're right. going to feel better about your money. You don't even know it. You think it feel better than walking past her angry. Mm-hmm. No. One is other people watching. Two, the passive aggressive shit they do, it's the reason they do it. Oh, man. It's fucking fun. I was, shout out to white people. <laughs> shout out to white people. I'm going to tell you why. Shout out to white people. The good ones. So listen. Working with them passive aggressive punk ass white people that I used to work with, not the good ones that I love so dearly now, the old ones. Dear white people. The old white people, not the new ones. I love the new ones. <laughs> the Justin Timberlakes and shit. Um, they used to do some nut shit. They was like the mob. They come as your friend before they kill you. I mm-hmm. said these motherfuckers. I want to stab these niggas on this job. Shit. But did they eat your food? No, they didn't. No, they didn't eat my food. You ever seen white Them people? Them potlucks? You ever see white people? Fight? I ate my own shit. I don't know if they got their cat on the no, counter, I mean, like dogs, your food that you left turtles in and shit in the soup. I don't know. I meant the food you left in the fridge, but I just thought Shout about Shout out the white people. I love white people. No, These I had a new job white one time. I love. I'm talking about the old ones. I'm not talking about the, the new ones. I had a job one time. That's what I'm saying. And I we love was y'all. cooking, but the, um, good they used to fight answers. over Monster Energy drinks. What? They used to steal each other monsters. Like if you put your monster energy drink in the fridge, what are the white drink people it? will drink your shit? They will fight over monsters. And hey, I mean, you'd have thought they took yours? each other on um, okay. work or something. Like get yo, your lips off of my shit, white man. Yeah, that's it's what, picking that, up people's shit. That used to be entertainment ask. for me. Remember when we used to watch the white kids with the leash? That was entertainment. Now watching them fight over monster energy drinks was my last. But guess what? Can I tell you something? Uh, you tell me anything. I'm so glad my it's ignorant ass went to college, right? I was missing out what on school a you fucking went to? In- 
I went to I don't want to disclose right, my school. You know cool. why? Because I ain't get my masters yet. You trying to get cool. me fucked up? No. Oh, you you went. I'm to the, on. You went the same school. I'm that you on boards. Yeah, I'm from. at my alma mater. I didn't know because a lot of times people do masters in different. Um, oh no, know. I'm in my alma mater. Yeah. Uh, shout out to that. We get discount. to that later. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was I saying? So you fucked my shit up. My bad. I just. What was I saying? You were saying that. Um, <laughs> the thing about the people at the school that you went. No, oh, the reason that you happy that you went to college. Oh. Right. Information. Mm-hmm. That's what people in poverty don't have. Information. Guess who got the fucking information? White people. And they love sharing that shit. Well, good Shout out to my new job. They giving up it. all the fucking tea. I'm going to save 10 grand this year fucking with these white people that I like. That's my fucking crew. The white folk that I like. I like these new white people. I swear to God. I don't know where they came from. Thank God for hip hop. That's it. I know they gotta like Jay Z. I'm gonna ask all of them who they favorite top five. Hip hop is around the world than any other one thing you can name. (laughs) And hip hop isn't a one thing thing, but just the culture of it, it's endearing, it's accepting, and it's dope as fuck. Like, how you know how to dress if you don't pay attention to somebody that grew Mm -hmm. up under hip hop? Mm -hmm. And I don't care how you dress, even if you preppy, you know what I'm saying? It's over here too. Right. Like it's, it's it's such a we have such a gem within our culture. Right. Damn how much you get paid from it or whatever because we've mm-hmm. still gotten a lot out of this thing at, right. at our level. Mm-hmm. But um that culture and being from that is just we I, th- I don't think people know how big that has been for race relations and mm-hmm. for us just being able to function and be comfortable with us. Right. Also, what I learned too, bottom line what I'm trying to say is exposure and being in different environments is why I'm less ignorant. Now, some people may not be as pleased with how straightforward and honest mm-hmm. I am. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's associated with my class. Like, I'm classy, but it's like, this is how I got to give it to you. This is where I'm from. I spent more years being from the hood than being in a corporate, classier environment. You want to say what I'm saying? But so, I this is what you're going to get. But aggression doesn't come from, aggression isn't class based. In that world, it is. Nah. Yeah. Oh, in no, that world, it is. No, because at that point, it's just like the rest of the world. Certain motherfuckers get away with what they get away with. You in see that what I'm world, saying? it is because they want to know where you come from so they can determine how they can treat you. Now, for you, okay? for you, it'll be a way to say that you're classy. But there's a white woman mm-hmm. younger than you that's bossy or whatever have you, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have anything to do with her not coming from fucking... Um, Preparatory schools and shit like that. You see what I'm saying? Like those things aren't. But the reality, of, the reality of it all is. I know y'all don't is, suffer equally, but it's just is is crazy. The reality of it all is, and I'm saying this from being a person with experience and yeah, also being a absolutely. professional in an environment with predominantly white people. So my thought process yeah, is changing. Yeah, Tanner's is up. Anybody that doesn't have it is going to need support. Yeah, and they come in all different colors. Yeah. So the less support you have, mm-hmm. it takes a little longer for you to get ahead. Absolutely. So you're not. Are you talking about the average white woman, or are you talking about the white no, woman from a rural community? I'm not even. I'm not generalizing at all. I'm just saying, okay. if, if there's two office buildings downtown mm-hmm. and there's a hundred offices in them, there's no way that every woman that's in there being aggressive or assertive comes from poverty. 
You see what I'm saying now? Their oh, per, I see what you're saying. Their perception, their perception, because but that's you're black, my issue. because that's my you're issue. black, mm-hmm. might be something too. Because mm-hmm. that's where the angry black woman right, thing comes from. And I don't want to act like I don't. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. That right. I understand it's that. A real thing. But what I'm saying is, in all actuality, like I've seen monsters come from. Like I know somebody that'll run through a brick wall to catch a ball. Right. That has four outdoor basketball courts that he grew up at at his house. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like you don't like these things come from where they come from. It's with it's in you. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. groomed. Sometimes it's life happenings. A lot of the times with us, it's life's happenings. Right. But I just don't like. I hate that, and I know it exists. I'm not denying it. What you need? Some the same ice? thing. I was don't mind. Yeah. What you need? I gotta go. All right, get get my manager together. That's it, trying to get me a Jeff. I don't know, it's your drink. birthday. It's your Shit. birthday. Trying to dial on me tonight. We're gonna have a fun good time. What you wanna say? We're gonna have a fun good time. This for you, boo. You gotta take your high. Since I love your hair like that. That is so cute. Y'all act like we on y'all act like we on break, but y'all good. Y'all oh good. my bad. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> nah, you all good. It's only because it sounds like she's responding to herself sometimes if you don't have a microphone. That's all. That's all it is. Oh, okay. Because you're talking, okay. she's talking back, and then Didn't you're talking that. again. Okay. So it's cool. Didn't know that. Good. I'm sorry, Sam. Oh, no, y'all are Let great. Me get it we together. are having a great time. We done talked about. having a great time. We done talked about white folks. We done talked about some are of your comments. Uh, intellect. I love that shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You make my brain go bang, bang, bang. That's what's up. See, that's why I wear the hair <laughs> so that I catch you by surprise. Uh-huh. I thought you was faking with them locks. You know them niggas with them locks. Think oh, they no, know something. I'm them. Huh? Nah, I, 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 I said, ain't really, really who he is on that screen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was who I was before I got here. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I come from a prominent legacy, um, even as small as others may view it. Okay. Like, we just retired f- for the second time f- officially. My father, 77 mm. years old, he's been in a barbershop in West Philly for over 60 years. That was your dad? Yeah, that's my pop. Oh my God! You see what I'm saying? So it's like that's chilling. You can't halfway do shit in my family. Oh, you can't wow. just you can't just talk. I grew up that's in a beautiful. I grew you up in a barbershop. I grew yes. up in a barbershop. You're not even allowed to talk in a barbershop as right. a child. Mm-hmm. You think about Sit it. Watch. Think about it. Y'all gotta keep it down for me. But it's it's just like I grew up around that. So okay. I've always respected um, getting information from different types of people. Okay. Especially men. You see what I'm saying? Just because he's the wino, and I seen him sit in the barbershop this having a full blown conversation with the judge. This how and I the know judge is like my godfather. And you know what I mean? It's like these things happen from the barbershop. So. Can I say something to mm-hmm. your point? I have to say it. I'm not I'm interrupting listening. you. Excuse no, me. I cut you off plenty. You just <laughs> said that you get information from anybody, mm-hmm. and that's the mistake that people that are privileged make mm-hmm. because they believe that they can get knowledge because they need to from people that's that gives, in a lower social status you get your status off of downgrading other people instead of the opposite yeah. so that's I'm what they to do pull my people up which is why i'm not accountability coach because listen we got to take accountability. That. that was okay. my favorite name what? for you, accountability, because we talk about accountability on here yeah. all the time. It's I'm that accountability coach. The so what, does, what the hell is an accountability coach? You help people lose weight? Like, what goes on with accountability no. coaching? No, so listen, while I'm in school. And I'm joking, by the way, y'all. No, you're okay. Yeah. While I'm in school, 
my plan is to have people that are vulnerable that are really going through life issues whether it be family issues friendship relationship issues work issues whatever mm-hmm. and i sit and listen to them completely and then i give them feedback and i give my advice from my personal experience and my professional you know experience or whatever i do the same shit <laughs> and everybody's going to say that but if you knew but my guess life, what The twist to that is these people may think, yeah, April going to listen to my bullshit. Yep, yep, yep. She going to agree with me. And that's where the accountability coach come in. Because for years, I've had failed relationships, right? And I'm going to go back to my point. April was toxic and didn't know it at some point. At some point. You need to stop your bullshit, okay? I'm, I'm going to take you to church on Sunday. Get I you mean, dipped. You know, I'm always I'm get not you gonna, dipped in the I'm Holy never going to turn down blessings. Shit about Jesus. I'm child. never going to turn down blessings. Well, my grandma called me Jesus you know Christ, Jesus and she ain't never lied to right? me. You heard what I said? You know, Jesus was a cap on. Right? I'm a cap on. My grandma calls me Jesus okay. Christ, and she ain't never <laughs> lied to me. I'm the chosen one. <laughs> so I think we got a battle. <laughs> got a TikTok See, battle. See, you be interrupting me, and then I forget what the fuck I'm going to say. It's a rock, man. Diddy, I'm telling you, I said it's a rock twice. Yeah, I need a couple check. dollars. Cut her a check. I need a couple dollars, Diddy. I need oh, a house and some things. Because I've been drinking cognac, and if you could blame the vodka, I could definitely blame the yak. Um, where was she at? I was manager? about to say something. It's real. Everybody roasted. Sipping with Sammy. <laughs> Like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. you done made me two dimers. You got a drink or it's bad luck? I got a drink. Okay, yeah. old school bar rules. Mm. Shout out the dimer. Yeah. I love my manager, and that's exactly what you were talking about. Accountability I love my manager, coaching. and that was a really, really good point. And when people point. expect you to agree with them, she's absolutely people correct. expect me to agree with them because I'm so cool and I'm girlfriend, girlfriend. I'm a, I'm the girlfriend that ran away, right? Oh, and you used to be toxic. That's where we stopped. No, mm-hmm. you's a motherfucking lie. <laughs> I'm toxic now. Ah, a couple hours now. Fuck Uh-oh. you, niggas. Hey, man. I ain't dealing with y'all bullshit. I'm going to the spot them all, pussy. Get it how you live. <laughs> Get it how you live. You earned it. Them niggas play. Be happy, though. Yeah. Don't just do it to, to prove something to the people. Do no, something because no, no. you want Here's to. Here's the thing. See, you keep stirring up we're new back conversations. On with, so, look, since, let's dial it back to. And we're going to talk about that because he's starting with no, me. No, but listen, so we'll what go I back to the point was, of people expect you to agree, but since you've been with, through what you've been through, right. you don't necessarily do that. I have to make them accountable because That's we can you. easily talk about our exes. Oh, girl, he wasn't shit. He stole my money. He fucked the bitch. He ate the kids, fruit snacks, all that shit, right? He cheated 18 times. Uh huh. And you was there. There it is, ho. What's wrong with you, dummy? You was there. Top dummy. Mm-hmm. So it's you need me a partner. Like, oh, you I want to be an accountability coach. <laughs> I like calling people on a bullshit. Can, you can be story. a co- accountability assistant. Uh, shit, man, listen. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Later on, yeah. We I ain't playing with them. I can ride a co-pilot. I'm good with being a co-pilot. And guess what? I'm not too perfect. For someone not to give me an intervention. Can you give me a Because situ- I want to get better. Can you give me someone's situation 
that you dealt with that sticks out to you, whether you learned something from it or whether it's something that you think is probably something that's common and overlooked that, that you get a lot? What you mean? A situation, somebody that you had to hold accountable, their situation, not their name, but like a situation that you maybe learned from or that you think is common that people overlook that they should be accountable for. Um... The most, ooh, I've been through so much shit. Way. I mean, I know. don't know where to go. Relationship or family shit. I'm gonna go with relationship because I don't want to get into my family stuff. I love my family. Because I'm gonna have a um, we gotta a, get a Mars together. Venus panel soon, and mm-hmm. I might have you up there. So go ahead, Mike. I am I'm thinking. A, I am a must. I think you came through the perfect time. I'm a must must. Set that up. So let's figure that out. Say but must. Ahead. Say must. I got you. Say must. I must have you, April. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> this is what she went ahead. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. So what was I saying? So Relation- you, you, said, you said relationships. Right. So <clears throat> I've experienced relationships where I felt like my man was too controlling or wanted to know my every move and da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, you keep saying that you attract these controlling men, but at the same time, you don't let these niggas in without even letting them court you mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. treat you like the queen that you are because i'm a giver mm-hmm. you won't feel like you king to every day but you have these you have these men that you're attracted to me being someone that has daddy issues so i ain't picking the right ones you like anyway. alpha males i do like alpha males you like alpha males i do mm-hmm. the chokers mm-hmm. yeah with muscles and shit but anyway, going back to my point. That mean it wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> and dark and shit. Yeah, Chocolate. see? She ain't talking oh, about me. She's talking about them. But, but um, that, you got to stop. No, but <laughs> you, like you said, you you had to be accountable for the fact I that. I had to be accountable for the why are you even attracting these type of niggas? Mm-hmm. Why? And where you finding them at? Exactly. Because if you know me personally, old me, not new me. I'm new, new me. But the old man is seven days in a week. I was in a bar five of them days. My nigga. How you think I got the my name? fuck? <laughs> but I was a hairstylist. So most of my clients came from the bars. No, real shit. But then that's why I was so stressed <laughs> the fuck out. Because I'm doing a bunch of alcoholics hair and shit. These and bitches, they now they sober getting their hair done. They don't like themselves. They ugly. Oh, that's what these bitches is drinking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in here trying to get this fucking money. As a man that has gone to the hairdresser to get my hair twisted, mm-hmm. I've seen multiple women. A room full of insecurities. Walk in as fours, <laughs> walk out fours. around a seven or an eight, which is a huge jump. Mm. And I'm like, that's damn near plastic surgery for one. So I can't really complain about how much it costs. For two, Cause you know when you on the inside there, you like, oh, I see why she paying on. For mm-hmm. two, I'm like, your man never seen you look like how you walked in this motherfucker, and I know it, and I know it. So y'all do the Lord's work for a lot of these people, <laughs> so they might not like themselves before they see y'all. Yeah, and I, I was like, you hair, are you I are Jesus. To them. <laughs> I was a hairstylist, so I I knew who was who, and because I interacted with so much women. I got to learn women in a different kind of way. A haircut don't mean from ones. a four to an eight. Ever. I know the ones who are clout chasers. I mean, et cetera. The list goes yeah, on. Yeah. I'm over top of their head. They're at their most vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. I 
I'm responsible for making them look good. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell me anything and they're going to go with the fuck. You know what I mean? They're going to so go now, with the plan. So now you go from there to the bar. You see them at the bar. They still telling you shit while you trying to get drunk. And that too. <laughs> shut the fuck up long time ago. I was giving out free game. I was giving out free game. Went through that. I um used to smoke kind of regularly at my folks' own crib. And we always had random homies doing all that. And one day my cousin was like, yo, I be sitting here with you. We be drinking, you be smoking. He said, yo, you know the shit that you tell people, people get paid for? Mm-hmm. He said, you know it's consultant fees, all type of shit yep. that you could get from what you do. And one, it kind of validated more than I knew that maybe I know what I'm talking about on a lot of different subjects, which has proven true to this day. But it also made me think like, well, I don't regret what I've said to them. Mm-hmm. Because I said that free, like it wasn't, it wasn't. They didn't, they didn't say, "Yo, I need to talk to you about this." We was just talking, right. and it came out just like if we was at dinner or at a bar. Mm-hmm. But anybody else, there's value to that, right? I mean, there's value either way. But I mean, there's value that comes back to me. Mm-hmm. Anybody else, I could do that for, right? So yeah, you. That's a big thing. That's yeah. a big thing. It's a real thing. And and you get the whole people accountable. That gotta yes. be the best, yo. It's so good. Gotta be the best. So you was like, why am I getting the type of situations that I keep getting? Why is this cycle repeating? Mm-hmm. And you broke the cycle on some cold turkey shit. Do you go back to your um preference? I'm only weak for, for, this for holidays. One person, but other than that, had, I'm stronger than Harriet Tubman. I, I knew it. It's one person that I can't shake. But I'm still stronger than the average bitch out here. Y'all bitches <laughs> fucked up. Y'all bitches Aren't going you anything. I'm only I'm only uh fucked up for one. Y'all bitches be fucked up for about twenty seven thirty of these niggas. Not me. The fuck from her mouth to guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. I said I have this theory, right? I used to be on Facebook. Wake up in the morning, see about four or five posts that would send me off, and I would go on a rant. What the fuck do y'all think this is? This is crazy. Da, da, da. It don't make no sense. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would get attacked. And group messages would start. And I would be the topic. And all of that type of shit. Right. But then the longer I've been doing this and other radio things, I realized over time, since I haven't had such a need to always express online what I think, I could do it on my platforms. Huh. When I'm talking... Sammy? Yeah, give them something to, to wait for. I gotta everything. Nah, nah. I gotta make them come to YouTube, right? Make them come to where you need them at, website, oh, whatever shit. that is. That's what my manager said. Shut the fuck up. But what I realized was <laughs> if I, because men aren't allowed to speak on women. People without kids aren't allowed to spek on people with kids. Like all of these things are Who a thing. you wasn't? I'm talking about according to the society. Um, the things that go on online, right? Okay. But I realized if I just wait six years, women to say that shit to each other. Now y'all do the math on that. <laughs> I'm always sticking up for the guys. Okay, so we would tell each other publicly. I'm always sticking up six for the years. guys. Just gotta wait six years. However, guys probably don't believe that because I get into this shit a lot. But on a personal level, then you I'm equal, always sticking you up for the guys. The accountability. Yeah, absolutely. I'm transparent. No, but it's just funny because. I mean, and you know, like this conversation, and it's funny because I've always grown up with a lot of homegirls, like mm-hmm. platonic homegirls, okay. and we've had conversations. It's always about her relationship or who I'm messing with or whatever. Like that's, they always want to know that at some point, 
of, uh-huh. of the and you you had these conversations and it's like you know what there's no real safe way to have this talk with you because you're still going to believe what you want to believe and right. then you're going to go talk to your homegirl and she's going to negate what I said mm-hmm. but I'm the one in the locker room you see what I'm saying right having a conversation I'm the one that if you want to claim that you haven't dated 100 men I personally know how 100 different men think and operate. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And at some point, I ain't even gonna pull my calculator out. Fuck that. Just think about it. But, and I mean, no. And I, I'm talking about like personality types. Like, of course, I know more than a hundred men. You know what I'm saying? I can walk mm-hmm. at an event and know a hundred motherfuckers in there. But like at the same time, it's like it's these things that become a breakdown. But it it becomes a thing when it comes to accountability. Yeah, it becomes a problem when it comes to accountability. Oh yeah, because you have to look at yourself. Everybody want to be perfect, and I know that you know people that I know they probably look at me like, "Who the fuck she thinks she is? She thinks she perfect." No, motherfucker, I'm trying to be better than what I was. I'm trying to be as close as to perfect because I ain't trying to fuck nobody shit up. I ain't trying to block my blessings and nothing like that. But going back to your raggedy ass, go ahead. In order for some change to happen, you have to be accountable for the role that you play in everything. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to say, yeah, this motherfucker, he he did this and he did, he did that. He was in my house eating my kids fruit and all this whole bullshit. This nigga name not on the lease. You can easily dismiss this guy. Does or doesn't shit. have a key. And either way, that means either you let him in or you gave him a key. He ain't broken the eight shit. People want to be quick to say people is fucked up, but it's like, no, you's a weak motherfucker. You let all this bullshit go down under your nose. Mm-hmm. So you deserve like everything you got. I like it. Even me. And I, I told gentlemen that Everything too. I went for, I deserved it. You allowed it. Mm-hmm. Shut, your, shut your ass up and move on hill. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I look at it. I mean, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a fan of accountability I'm t- coaching. I'm tired of hearing people call my phone with the with the stories. Where's I want the solution? Mm-hmm. Call me when you want the solution. I don't want to hear the story because you keep going back. Well, what I noticed is um, there's go tos, mm-hmm. right? You know these niggas don't want to raise their kids. That's a thing. That's really a That's thing. Not, that shit is popular that these niggas don't want to take care reality. of their kids. And it's not reality. There's people that are horrible parents. Right. Period. And there's some bum-ass moms, too. That's why I said there's people okay. that are horrible parents. And I didn't know that until I became a social worker. But the thing is... Oh, they bummed me out here. you understood... You, you, you thought that it was one way at a certain point. I did. Point, until you I did. Because what of the happens, teachings that I learned. So, what what my problem comes in... And, and this is most, most likely the breakdown of any any conversation about us versus them or Mm -hmm. whatever our cohesion when you ask somebody so why did you do this and they say because men because niggas because women because bitches and it's like hold up 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 there's somebody out there that deserves whatever you're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. but the reason that you did or didn't do whatever it takes to get that done is because of Everybody else, like this, it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And a lot of the times, your problem comes at rushing, doing too much too fast, doing too much too fast. Mm -hmm. And it's never about the stuff you're thinking about. Y'all talk about, well, I ain't bought him no shoes, and he ain't gonna walk away from me. It's way more shit before you get to that. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna feed no nigga because then he ain't gonna never want to leave me. Trust me, it's not as deep as you think it is. But then we grow up like under these everything is about pace of people that have no idea about nothing. They ain't experienced shit. They ain't get on a plane before. They don't know nothing outside of what they already know. And they operate it out of necessity. Yeah, out of necessity and religion a lot of the times. Which oh man, we want to talk about religion. You know. And, and 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 nobody can Well I'm sure people are But I would never be a person To be anti anything That makes somebody better Just like you said On Men in Society If that right. makes you a better person God bless you mm-hmm. But at the same time There's certain things That we've learned over time That are not applicable Right Or that may have been toxic <laughs> To a certain extent mm-hmm. That come in some of these books Yeah And not to You know we ain't gonna get in a witch But it's some things that just Even like If you look at something simple as diet one person, one religious diet versus another religious diet versus another religious diet. A lot of the time is dialed back to where were they? Geography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not, you know what I mean? It's a thing. It's traditional. It's whatever. And a lot of it, some of them have things that actually help you health wise. That if mm-hmm. you follow that, you'd be better off. But it comes from geography. You see what I'm saying? It comes from rituals. It doesn't come from where you live in Michigan. I just so, feel like religion is oppressive. I think it can be. I think religion is oppressive, at least from the background that I come from. You know, growing up in a Baptist church, mm-hmm. I just felt like I was at a slave ceremony or something. Mm. You have been in a Catholic Sunday. church? I went to Catholic school. That's scary. Yeah, middle school. I've been I, yeah. I've been to mass. I went to Catholic quite, school. I, I told you Shout I went to Roman Saint Charles. I'm a. We used to get out of school early, but that hour, whew. Yeah. <laughs> what Eddie Eddie Griffin said, "Look like the devil." Never mind. Um, <laughs> it's a great joke, by the way. But no, um, yeah, these things like everything is you know generations evolved for a reason. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times the people we're listening to, they come from something that isn't applicable completely. Mm-hmm. But it's just like having a, a coach that's an asshole. You take the pieces that matter and you leave the rest of the shit there. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And it's harder to do with the people that are our parents or whatever, people that we trust, because that's the reason you can't have the religion or the um the um who you vote for conversation is because a lot of the times those are the two things that people learned from the people that they think or believe would oh, never yeah. tell them it'll anything turn, wrong. Turn shit up and will never turn it. Like my grandma told me to follow this. My grandfather, my mm-hmm. pop, these are people that they could be wrong, but they would never lead me wrong. Okay. So it's something that, just like you said, there was a point where you started worshiping certain things because of what you got from certain things. Mm-hmm. Imagine a lifetime of just thinking that way. Oh, I know the outcome. And, of it. and then all of a sudden somebody say, well, you know, that shit ain't happen like that. Right. You can't and you like, what past, you mean it ain't happen like that? Broad Street when you come up under that claw. It's scary. You know what I mean? It's scary is And that's why I, I, I go back to, I thank God for all my different experiences. And somebody that's ignorant, they don't have no hope, but say, oh, you flexing and you bragging. No, motherfucker. I'm trying to inspire your ass. No, because I don't think it's flexing or bragging. Not what you've done here, because... You really talk about a lot of life experience. You talk right. about um, being intentional about what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You're talking about things that you have accomplished. And the thing, the crazy thing is the least of which is what you have accomplished. Here's the thing, seeing me. I was helping people before the cameras, mm-hmm. before social media and all of that. Mm-hmm. Now I got a little bit more paper. 
I could do it on a different level. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. What's the goal? The as goal? As far as what you would want to do for people. Social capital. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Community shit. Equal housing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, if the masses say that y'all cool with diversity, then why the neighborhoods don't look diverse? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, everybody should equally have you know stable electricity running water at least clean sheetrock you know walls and all of that it don't have to be a mansion because certain things you can't have unless you work for it now i'm not saying that people that don't contribute should get everything no that's not what i'm saying no but there's a but basic, i'm also there's not a baseline level that. of mm-hmm. being decent people that we should provide for people absolutely and but see, and it reminds me of something years ago. What's this? Because that changes might have been the Clinton. mindset. Might have been Clinton. There was a time where solar panels was rising and they was more efficient and smaller and could cover more ground with electric and all. There was a time where the government could have gave everybody enough solar panel solar panels to run their electricity. Okay. And it it would have made a, a a shorter dent in finances than what we're doing to combat pollution and you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. but why didn't they do it because the money isn't in the cure right right the money is in the what up but so these things even with you fighting a good fight you know these are things you have to go up against right that's what makes what you do stronger but guess what Here, here's the kicker and shout out the Saudi okay country mm-hmm. cooking because that lady inspired me so much. The shit that she is doing on her platform is things that I was doing on a lower level. You want to see what I'm saying? With and my point, and stuff. the point that I'm making is that I watch her and I see how the people that she try to help is the same people that attack her. And I'm already experiencing it on my lower level. You want to see what I'm saying? That's, that's the kind. Mm-hmm to helping your people and trying to rise above and get people, you know, reach your hand out and help people. But you That's spoke, the price that you pay. Because you spoke to ignorance and the difference between when you felt like you may have been more ignorant than not is based on your experiences and, your, and, and where you've been able to go. Absolutely. So that comes with it. You, you, you be the superhero, live long enough to see yourself become a villain. It's part of it. Mm. And sometimes you get them both at the same time. You nailed it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I also want people to understand Sometimes there's somebody that says nobody's doing nothing for us. And then you could do something for those people. The people that saying you didn't do shit are not necessarily the same people. They might live on the same block. They might share a phone, but they're not always the same people. Sometimes we think that when there's a reaction to this and no reaction to that or a reaction to this and as opposed to that, that it's the same people talking. A lot of the times... It's just a lot of people talking. But can I tell but you But what that? are they doing? Fucking talking. What are you doing? Can Working. I t- Can I tell you that I feel like as a person that needed the services and providing the services. That's why I can talk on this level. Yo, you can. I'm you sorry, can. guys. But you should not be negated by somebody that all they do. You should not consider or give power to the negation of somebody that's not working. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can't feel bad for my homie because he the dopest rapper ever. If when I tell him to pull up, he never fucking pulls up. 
Right. But that's the issue to your point. (laughs) But that's the issue to your point. (laughs) Everybody want those, you know, Hollywood dreams, but don't nobody want to go audition. But you know who you can... Nobody want to work. You can only entertain who showed up. That's it. You can only entertain the crowd in front of you. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I invite a thousand people to this cookout and make sure that I got enough hot dogs for all thousand of them. We'll deal with the leftovers later. I got 200 people right here right now that need to have a good time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's what it is. And hopefully we could donate these so that somebody else could benefit from it. But my intentions was my intentions. Mm-hmm. And the people that came out knew that I did things the right way and know that it'll nine times out of ten be better the next time or at, at least at that level. Because mm-hmm. that's what my name is on. That's most important. What they type my name on only adds to my impression online. Mm-hmm. You're paying me. It's the Howard Stern effect. 50% of his audience hated him, 50% of his audience liked him. Mm-hmm. He got paid the same off of everybody that tuned in. That's deep. And you can name a, a, a billion, Joe Button, Charlamagne, just go down the list. Mm-hmm. You think them niggas that gave a fuck? A part of the game. You think they stopped doing <laughs> what they was doing for the people that hated them when the demographic shows that it's forty six mm-hmm. to fifty four, or did they keep turning up so that they could keep them people involved? Because if there's no drama, if there's no freaking frack, no friction, then we we thirty percent down. Period. So it comes with it, just to inspire what? you to keep doing what you're doing. But guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for my life experiences because had I not grew up in such savage environments, this industry that I'm into now would have broke me. Mm-hmm. I thank God for those experiences. You know, coming up in an environment where everybody was getting slick. Everybody was doing nut shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I was in a survival pool. I'm thankful that you had those experiences too because you're doing things for others through them. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. The same way Thank that I you. tell teachers and coaches, like, y'all handling 100 kids, 30 kids at a time, man. Like, mm-hmm. we like we need people that come from what we come from that's willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. That's willing to do the work. Because sometimes the win is in the work. You're going to do the work sometimes 20, 30 years before somebody recognizes it. The, the, the Abbott Elementary is written about, right. written by somebody whose student was 30 years removed. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But... Now that young lady that that, that that OG has gotten her flowers and has a, her legacy is known worldwide now. Right. Because she put the work in. And you know Shane make no money doing that shit. I take it a step <laughs> I have children. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm not going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you have children and you know that I'm going to leave this world and these are the people that's going to be around my kids. I got to mm-hmm. help these people because I don't Talk want them shit. to touch my kids. Mm-hmm. And the more you learn, the more you can impart in your children so that they can make uh-huh. decisions that control where they land at. Absolutely, man. Yeah. You talking at work. Happy birthday. Let's come, on, come on. One more time. One more time. One more time. Come on. Thank you. I need uh, another one of these. You got to drink it. I got you. Oh, my goodness. Grab me a ginger ale. This is a therapy session. See me? Oh. I ain't got no money for you. Fuck for both yeah. of us. No, this is um, this equal opportunity work. Because at the end of the day. I'm a struggling college student. <laughs> I don't got shit for you I swear we gonna to put God up, We gonna put the GoFundMe link in the bio Please <laughs> Thank you baby We gonna figure that out for you Absolutely But, but um, like I said And we've been chopping it like we, Like we super green right. But I met y'all That's in the studio That's energy And I, and I meant energy. to do this earlier Shout mm-hmm. out to DJ and I Shout out to DJ and I 
and and you know, shout out to Isha Butler too because he gave me my first opportunity doing comedy. Ooh, yeah, I did a comedy. Se- oh, all right, we're gonna come back to this. Shout out to Isha, but shout out to DJ and I. And I, and One day he sent out one of those blasts like, "Yo, I got some studio time. Come through." And we all wound up in a, yep. a, 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 what do you call that? A gumbo of personalities uh, yes. and artists and random times. RT, everybody was talented, pulling up. cool ass people. And everybody was vibing. Yeah. And when I spoke to you and when I spoke to your manager and everything, it was like, oh, they cool. They cool. My man had the guitar. Him and his lady was <laughs> yep, cool. Yep. The young lady with the big boots was cool. The producer lady, which I'm going to have her on here soon, she was love. She had Lay, a, a shout out to Lay beats. with them lovely beats. Lady. Lovely Lay beats. She had, Damn. She had pops with her. Um, he was handling a bit of Lay, just, I'm going I'm I'm to pop out with an LP probably like the end of this year. Shout she out to Lay. Me? Yes. Dope. And that's what? from that night? What? That's why I said that night. That's why I didn't want to. I not think that shout night that changed night. everybody's lives that was in that room. Mm-hmm. Right, you got something coming up February 19th. Mm hmm. Word. Uh huh. Yeah, because. Uh-huh. And it's crazy because I didn't know everybody God in the room. That is good, man. I didn't know everybody in the room, but I knew a few and I was familiar with a couple more. And one thing that's for sure is that, and I knew what the fuck he was doing, putting everybody together, which is why you and can say I stuff like that. And I is a very good judge of character and mm-hmm. good judge of energy. And we and he's a worker. He's a fucking worker. Mm-hmm. Shout out to N.I. because he was the DJ for Showtime at Philly, which I want to bring mm-hmm. back. It's a talent showcase mm-hmm. that me and my manager hosted at Fifth Street Lounge on Wednesdays. Um, showcasing rappers and mm-hmm. comedians, singers, whoever want to do something. <laughs> Um, I love that I grew up in a hood because I could be in those environments and be cool and be chill. Yeah, long as niggas sometimes. don't shoot nobody. Now, hey, when now. the guns get pulled out, I'm out of here. Now, I'm a. Um, other than that, I love my people. I don't care where we at. Long as y'all civilized. And we'll talk another time about it. But there's ways. There's ways of manipulating it to to your favor to where you can make sure that you're the safest that you can be and still be out. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I don't go out that like, much. It's like a sweet spot. Like, get there a certain time, leave at a certain time. <laughs> but there's a way to do it, too. Mm-hmm. Because you got to attack the room. Right. You got to make your presence felt before you bounce. Yep, yep. But when you bounce, everybody going to be like, where the fuck? Oh, she left? Right. That's fine. Most of my followers on Instagram came from, you know, hosting mm-hmm. at Fifth Street Lounge. Like, people liked my energy. I was personal. Mm-hmm. I was going up to people talking shit. Wasn't I, sis? <laughs> well, you know, when we see hosts a lot of times... Um, especially coming up, it just felt so routine. They gonna say the same ad libs. Oh they no, gonna tell the I'm same not routine. Jokes. So oh, it's like when you get people with personality. Like mm-hmm. Ni does a great job. I'm sure you do because I've been talking to you for an hour now. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, it. You notice it. You feel it. Yeah. It makes the room different. It makes the room yeah. different. Yeah. So yeah, that's dope. I'm just See, glad man. I made a place where I'm finally opening up. Like I said, you know, growing up in certain environments that make you tight. And make you not want to be who you really want to be because you putting on this front or this facade of how I am. When I started, you know, weighing out the good from the bad and knowing how to detect the good people that's on the same shit that I'm on, mm-hmm. it started benefiting me. Like, I'm growing and I'm growing and I'm being connected to the people that's connected to the journey that I'm on. I'm gonna tell I appreciate you, it. I'm going to tell you a secret. There was never no being fake or phony. The way that you are around them... And the way that you are around them, mm-hmm. it's still you. Yeah. It's the way that you are around them 
in the way that you are around what's the what's the core word you right yeah that's what it is like it's the way that you are now getting adjusted to that and, and figuring out the best way to do that mm-hmm. it's just like when you first started going to house parties and you was uncomfortable walking in the motherfucking then at, at a certain not point you me like, I was never uncomfortable not, not I was you, doing the ain't gonna hurt nobody you, at the not door not you per se but just like you know a lot of people you know we you probably got a personality like mine where it's like a crowd is a crowd it's, yeah it's but I you know been in the a lot of your like girlfriends was probably like oh who in there should we go in now <laughs> what should we wear and Ooh. then you get to a certain point I was point. a church girl I couldn't come so out that ha- much oh she wasn't even around I was dancing in a house so let me get back to my example <laughs> it's like the house party where people not you but when I got might outside. have been a little anxious about the first couple cause you know the hood is in there and everybody's flying you might not know if you the flyers or not you might not be one of them shout out to Bobby Dan and then you get to a point where you walk in and dance it's like we in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying it, it, it is different But you grow into it uh, It's not a different You It's a different environment Right You see what I'm saying It's a different environment You can't sit on your step The same way you gonna walk in there It ain't the same You don't treat school The same way you treat the playground mm-hmm. This is a different playground This is a different office So we just gotta live with that Now I'm gonna hold you accountable But you want And I hear this? some more dimer Cause I know you about to talk some shit We about to wrap this in a second All We're right, getting cool. close to the end Cool I'm gonna hold you accountable. Oh shit! I'm gonna hold you accountable. Nah, cause you Mm -hmm. had a cool. You're driving. Mm -hmm. What that means? Be careful. Oh. Yeah. So um. (laughs) Right now you had a sixty forty right, and your sixty forty is based on your past and your future. Right. Okay. The mentality, the things that you you bring up when you're explaining your future, still often go back to your past, right? Yeah. Drop the past down twenty percent. Whichever side you think is on, drop the past down twenty percent. You know why? Because it's already in you. It's already with what you do. Mm-hmm. The future is more important. Absolutely. That's where my mindset is. So, Thank you for that reminder. I'm gonna hold you accountable mm-hmm. for the fact that I've said that to you. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to have you here again. Right. And, and so you're going to make and, sure and, I'm doing what we talk I'm gonna about. I'm going to make sure that we all are. Mm-hmm. I you like see what that. I'm going to make sure yeah. we all are. Because <laughs> yeah. I believe in accountability. It's not for others. I would love to tell others, but clearly some people don't think I'm qualified. But right. <laughs> right. But at the same it. time, that's not my goal. My goal right. is for us to grow. My right. goal is for us to keep telling each other the same bullshit just to coax each Here's other. Here's the thing. I got a manager, and if you know me personally, again... I have trouble with listening to people. I do. Because of my trust issues, shit I've been through, whatever the case may be. But my manager tell me some shit, and I can be thinking one way, and it's like, no, I think that. that. And then when I see the outcome, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Greater good. Right. Greater good. So that makes me take accountability. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. With your emotional ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially in public, especially when it comes to posting uh-huh, things like uh-huh, that, uh-huh. because how much of your energy on that page went to something other than progression? Exactly. You wasted a yeah. lot of time. But that's the P. We all here. That's the P. We all here. That P. Yeah, but be the crazy out. thing is, another thing is, other people's perception of what you're doing. You're telling people more than they know. They already think you winning. Mm. When you start swinging they have down, no clue. When you start swinging down in the dress and <laughs> shit that three people know about, yes. these motherfuckers are like, oh, I thought she was winning. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let them right. keep thinking you fucking winning because you are. 
Because you are. You're blessed. Happy 39th. Thank you. My last year, my 30s. What hey, should man. I do? Make sure that your 40s is right. My 40s straight like a motherfucker. I swear to God. Talk that shit. Swear to fucking good. God. Just keep living and keep growing. That was do. that was my worry. Like the do. last 10 years, where the fuck am I going to be at 40? And as a young person, we have this idea that 40 is old. And now when I'm 39, still looking you like a young so bitch. Quick. I'm like, oh my God, I'm about so to be quick. a 40-year-old badass bitch. I heard that. Well, you know what I mean? And well, still looking that. young. What? Be that. I'm not. That's the goal. That's the goal. When I finish this school shit, I'm going to exercise and I'm going to get slim so I can be enough sad videos. Yeah. <laughs> she is hilarious. Now, anything, You know what the fuck it is? Shout out to Labor the Manager. Anything urgent to get people the heads up on, where to follow you at, how to book you, all of that? Because um, we can have a longer conversation later, but I want to make sure that there isn't anything that on this date and time we were supposed to get out there to the people. Um... What was we supposed to get out there to the people? Well, to book you, your um the the email or the Instagram is oh so my um my Instagram is April four hair care just the number four no hashtag none of that Mm -hmm. April for hair care and my manager is Rough Diamond underscore is it one underscore or two sp Okay. Ruff Diamond R U F F Diamond underscore S P. That's my manager. So if you need a host, um, if you need a get down on the ground, get get down on a right But my bad. But yeah, if you need to get with her, so you you need to get with my manager if you want to get an intervention done if you don't mind being vulnerable on the camera mm-hmm. and getting the accountability coach feedback mm-hmm. um yeah you holla at uh rough diamond for that and i'm april for hair care uh come on my page if you want to be entertained you could be entertained mm-hmm. you know you can get some comedy there you can get some content there you just never know what's going to be on april for hair care page it's a lot coming up. Um, and shout out to Enough Said 215. Mm-hmm. I'm dropping my first episode of April Facts mm-hmm. the end of this month. I haven't decided on a date. Me and manager going to talk about this. We're going to have a set date by but Sunday. Right, sis? Yeah, um, coming real soon. Shout out to Enough Said 215, the hottest nigga in Philly. I said what the fuck I said. Talk that shit. And then episode two is uh, Black De Niro, the most underrated film director sound like out right sound now like to shout out to uptown okay you know what I'm okay I'm shout out saying. to uptown. uptown so yeah black De Niro is gonna be episode two and i got some surprises i'm not gonna give y'all niggas everything y'all nah. ain't paid for it nah but that's love that's love <laughs> as long as we good you I'm good i'm the people's fucking champ i'm for the hood and we all good that part I, i'm gonna tell you a secret <laughs> before we get out of here <laughs> It is now clear that you have been sipping with Sammy. This is yes. sipping with Sammy. I am sipping with Sammy. Sammy on oh Barstool Rule. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. Happy birthday! Shit ain't easy. No. I need food.
Oh 